A reading from the book of the prophet Zechariah. Sing and rejoice, O daughter Zion. See, I am coming to dwell among you, says the Lord. Many nations shall join themselves to the Lord on that day, and they shall be his people, and he will dwell among you. And you shall know that the Lord of hosts has sent me to you. The Lord will possess Judah as his portion in the Holy Land, and he will again choose Jerusalem. Silence all mankind in the presence of the Lord. He stirs forth from his holy dwelling. Verbum Domini. Spirit, we
Dominus Fobiscum. Lexio Sancti Evangelii Secundum Mateum. While Jesus was speaking to the crowds, his mother and his brothers appeared outside wishing to speak with him. Someone told him, your mother and your brothers are standing outside asking to speak with you. But he said in reply to the one who told him, who is my mother? Who are my brothers? And stretching out his hand toward his disciples, he said, here are my mother and my brothers. For whoever does the will of my heavenly Father is my brother and sister and mother. Verbum Domini. During this pandemic, <clears throat> a term that we often hear is essential workers. Essential workers refer to those workers that are essential for society. They're essential for this time period. And this is not to say that other workers are not essential. I think every workers are essential. But it's more of a reference to workers who are needed most by society in order to move forward or in order to go through this time period. Now, the world would never admit this, would never admit this, but essential people in this world are cloistered nuns, religious brothers and sisters, consecrated men and women who reflect the lives of Jesus and Mary, who answered the call to follow the Lord, to follow the way of Jesus and Mary. You, dear sisters, are essential in this world because the Lord puts you here and calls you here for a specific reason the Lord has in mind from all eternity. The world's salvation, the world's conversion, the world's healing, the world's purification and sanctification. You are essential. Who knows where this world would be without cloistered nuns who pray? Who knows where this world would be without religious 
who prays. Who knows where this world would be without consecrated men and women in the church. I'm always reminded about the battle, uh, the battle of the Israelites and the Amalekites in the Old Testament found in the book of Exodus. This, remind, this reminder reminds me personally of the importance of our consecrated men and women today. And the book of Exodus 17 uh, tells us that whenever Moses held up his hand, Israel prevailed. And whenever he lowered his hand, Amalek, the enemy, prevailed. Prayer empowered the army of Israel. Without persevering prayer, the army of Israel got very weak, and the enemy, in this case, the Amalekites, got the better of them. And realistically and predictably, Moses' hands got tired. His hands grew weary. I mean, imagine you're going like this, praying to God all the time. And we priests are out there and the, at the altar, we pray this position. We do get tired. It's not even 10 minutes I got to do this, right? But realistically, you hold your hands, you're praying like this, let's say for half an hour, or, or pray the chaplet of the divine mercy and hold your hands like this for the entire chaplet of the divine mercy, about 10 to 13 minutes or thereabout. Maybe in the beginning it's like this, and then by the end you're like this. It feels so heavy. Realistically, Moses' hands got tired. His hands grew weary. So they took a stone and put it under him, and he sat upon the stone. And Aaron and Hur held up his hands, one on one side and one on the other. It's like somebody's holding my hand over here. Somebody's holding my hand over here. So his hands were ready, were steady, until the going down of the sun. And Joshua, the leader for the Israelite army, mowed down Amalek and his people with the edge of the sword. So our dear sisters are human beings, just like the rest of us. They get tired. They get physically tired. We really just get tired. They get tired. They need support. They need encouragement. They need prayers for themselves and for their community. And I'm even extending this not just our dear sisters and this uh, monastery, Our Lady of the Angels Monastery, but I'm extending this even further, further out of this ground, going all the way to Kalman. We have our neighbors, the Benedictine monk, monks, all the way throughout the state of Alabama, all the way throughout this nation, all the way throughout the whole world, there are monasteries, convents, friaries, religious houses who praise. They get tired too. 
So November 21st is a special day that the church dedicated as Pro Orantibus Day. This basically means uh, a day to pray for those praying, Pro Orantibus for those praying. A day to pray for, these, for those praying. Those praying are cloistered nuns, monks, uh, in monasteries, and so on. Like Aaron and Hur lifted the hands of Moses so he could rest a bit, our prayers for those praying will serve like Aaron's and Hur's aid to Moses' fatigue and weariness. In this case, we serve those who are praying by praying for them to aid their fatigue and weariness. Our prayers targeted for those praying, the nuns, the monks, and so on, will, will encourage them and renew them in mind and spirit and body with abundance of graces that comes from God. Just like any essential workers in this world who need their rest, who need their encouragement and support, who need prayers, they need prayers. Who needs prayers? Those who have the essential duty of praying for the salvation of the world need their rest, need their encouragement, need their support, need their prayers. Their lives, as I mentioned earlier, exemplifies the life of Jesus and Mary. Their lives exemplifies a part of Mary's life who's presented in the temple today. The little Virgin Mary spent much time in the temple praying to God, adoring God, and praising God for the coming of the Savior and for the salvation of the world. The cloistered nuns, our dear sisters here and other religious uh, throughout the world, again, we don't want to forget our neighbors down the road in Coleman, the Benedictine monks, their primary duties is to pray for the coming of the Lord in glory and for the salvation of the world. How essential is that? Very essential. So on this day, let's offer thanksgiving during this Mass and throughout the day for the lives of our sisters here. I mean, just imagine for a moment, if they're not here, you and I aren't here. There's not going to be any monasteries here. So if we have some negative thoughts about any religious or about this place, think about that for a moment before you start complaining and before you start murmuring. Without them, we are not going to be here. Without them, there's no monastery. So think about that. And <clears throat> so offer thanksgiving during this Mass throughout the day for their lives and all consecrated men and women the Lord blesses this world with. Let's offer special prayers for them so that they may be strengthened, strengthened to persevere, to pray, 
This is their primary duty. Yes, we can get sidetracked, off track of our mission. That's the job of the devil, is trying to get everybody off track. Because if he can get any of us off track, he's succeeding in what he's trying to do, destroy the kingdom of God. So we all need to strengthen one another, and we need to strengthen uh, our sisters and the religious throughout the world with our prayers, with our prayers so that they would persevere in praying for the world so that they may imitate even more closely the most essential worker of the world's salvation after our Lord Jesus. That's the Blessed Mother. Blessed Mother who is presented in the temple this day. And I love this quote. I never get tired of reading this quote or, or quoting this quote um, about Our Lady. This is from Lumen Gentium, one of the uh, Second Vatican document uh, on Our Lady's role in the salvation of mankind. And I end with this quote. Taken up to heaven, she, referring to Our Lady, she did not lay aside the salvific duty, but by her constant intercession continued to bring us the gifts of eternal salvation. By her maternal charity, she cares for the brethren of her son who still journey on earth surrounded by dangers until they are led into the happiness of their true home, our heavenly home in paradise. 